Hello and welcome back to the Euro Trips Across the Pod NFL podcast. We are here for another one of our season previews and this time it's the turn of the Las Vegas Raiders. And today's guest is a returning guest, someone who's been on before. We have uh, Raiders fan Jeff Reinbold. How are you, Jeff? <laughs> Good, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Looking forward to the season starting. It's um, been a long, long off-season. So I'm looking forward to to get back into it, getting back into the routine of Sunday nights, watching the NFL, and it should be good. It'll be great. I think it'll be better than that. And I think particularly for the Raiders, it's a season to look forward to. Definitely. And I think that division has just completely just blown up during the offseason. You've got obviously Devontae Adams, we'll mention him in a bit, Russell Wilson, JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, all these players that come into that division just makes it an incredible, incredible division to watch. And I think that, you know, I think all the games that these teams play each other, uh, one I'm actually going to, funny enough, um, are all going to be absolute box office hits. So I think it's going to be great TV. It's going to be great to watch. And I think I just can't picture my head now who's going to miss out. Someone will. They're all playing each other. I just picture myself. I can't imagine who's going to miss out. Um, they're all extremely really good teams. I think in, in the NFC, they'd all make the playoffs with ease. But I think that AFC is so strong. Look at the other divisions, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Bills, the the Titans, the Colts, the Dolphins. There's so many good teams in that conference. I think it's going to be really, really hard for any of these teams to make it out of the AFC and into the playoffs. You know, the thing to me about the West, the AFC West, is those are those rivalries run very, very deep. They go back to, you know, well before the NFL and the AFL merged. You talk about the Raiders and the and the Chiefs and, you know, those are those are blood games and the Broncos and the Raiders. And I mean, it's just it's great football with tre- tremendous history and, you know, some incredible games played between those teams, you know, in history. And, you know, the Raiders are such a unique animal because they've moved from Oakland to L.A. and then back to Oakland and now to Las Vegas. But the silver and black is still the silver and black. They're still one of the most iconic franchises in the league. The uniforms have never changed. Uh, you know, instead of Al Davis, now it's Mark Davis. And, you know, for all of us who grew up as Raider fans, it's, you know, when you see that silver helmet, it's a special moment. Yeah, I think it is definitely one of the best uniforms in the entire league. And I think that franchise, a bit like the Bears, the Packers as well, these teams are just uh, engraved into NFL history. And I think that, you can't have the NFL without the Raiders person. I think they are one of the all-time great franchises. But in the current state of affairs, in terms of their ins and outs of season, the mains outs include Zay Jones, Byron Edwards, Brian Edwards, I should say, Marcus Mariota, Deshaun Jackson, Casey Hayward, Quinton Jefferson and Yannick Ngokwe. Uh, he was part of a trade which included coming in, Rock Yarsin, Bilal Nichols and Vernon Butler. But the main two are Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams, the wide receiver from the Green Bay Packers. So overall, Jeff, what have your thoughts been on the Raiders offseason as a whole? I think they have a productive offseason. You know, they they needed uh, to move Ngakwe. You know, it, it had been I don't I don't know what the issue is with him because he's such a good player when he plays, but he's now what on his fourth team. And you know, you worry about those kind of guys. So uh, bringing in Chandler Jones is a huge upgrade in the pass rush. The defense has got to get better. Uh, I, I think Rocky Asin gives them toughness in the secondary. Uh, the secondary has struggled for the last couple of years. 
but I, I, he's a proven player and a physical tackler and a great competitor, you know, and then you, everybody talks about Devonte Adams when certainly should, but I think top to bottom, the Raiders have improved their roster and, you know, again, is it going to be enough to overcome Kansas city and an improved Denver team and, you know, the Chargers? who can say, but I do tell you that they will be, I anticipate the Raiders will be better than they were last year. Yeah, I mean, last season with a 9-10 wins, they lost lost to the Bengals in the wildcard round. Incredible job, really, from Rich Fasakia to get where they did, you know, um, considering how dysfunctional it was at one point with the John Gruden stuff, to come back and get to the playoffs and have a great end to the year. And then, obviously, almost beat the Bengals, who went on, obviously, to win the AFC. I think that, you know, Devontae Adams is going to make Derek Carr an even better quarterback. I think that... You know, we mentioned Ngokwe, since 2020, he's been on the Vikings, the Ravens, the Ra- Raiders, and now the Colts. So that's a worry. But if he can be the guy we saw in Jacksonville when we had that great defence in, was it 2018, 2017 season? If he, if he can get back to that sort of form, as well as getting Chandler Jones in, I think that's a brilliant defensive got there. As well as people like Max Crosby, I think it's going to be really exciting to see what they can do with their defence. But one more change has happened in the offseason is at the head coaching position. Josh McDaniels, the well-known Patriots offensive coordinator, he is now the head coach. Um, and that's my first question really is about his head coaching ability. We've seen him coach Denver. His overall record was 11-17. and 17. His quarterbacks were Kyle Orton and Chris Sims. So it's not exactly like the best quarterbacks to work with. But now, see, now he's working with Derek Carr, who I think is vastly underrated. So in terms of that, does that record concern you, his time at Denver, or do you think the fact he's got a new a new team, a new offense, a better offense, you would say, as well, uh, does that encourage you, or are you still concerned about the um, time at Denver? No, I, I, I think it's a fresh slate for Josh. He's been back to New England. Um, you know, again, it, it's, it's a really difficult thing when you get your first head coaching job in the National Football League, in any profession, at the professional level in any way shape or form I think he's learned from that uh you know I think going back and being under Belichick again and really waiting for an opportunity that made sense right oftentimes guys get in a hurry to get their first head coaching jobs and they jump at anything they get because they're hard they're hard to get there's only 32 of them in the world so I think that was the situation in Denver he did not have uh you know a good enough quarterback when he went in there um, and to get to 11 and 17 is actually pretty good. I think the thing that Josh, where he's going to have to grow or show growth is, you know, the tendency for Belichick assistance when they go away is to try and be Bill Belichick. He doesn't have to be Bill Belichick. He just has to be Josh McDaniels. And I think having uh, a guy who is a very close friend of his on the staff in Rob Ryan is going to help him. You know, they're, they, you know, Rob was in Josh's wedding. Uh, they are very good friends. And you, sometimes you need somebody like that on your staff that can come in and close the door and say, hey, you know, you ought to think about this or, uh, you know, that there's a different kind of rapport there. And I think that's going to help Josh the second time around. Yeah, as well, we mentioned Carl Walton. He actually had his best career year with McDaniels in Denver. He had 21 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. So, I mean, if, if he can make Carl Walton throw that many touchdowns, then think what you can do with Derek Carr and what you can do for that offense in Las Vegas. Um, the other, obviously, 
point we mentioned before about the AFC West. We mentioned how good the teams are. Obviously, Devontae Adams is going to be a great addition. But how do you see the Raiders getting out of this division? Because it's a tough division. The Chiefs lost Hill, but they've still got you know good players there, good head coaching. The Chargers, you mentioned there, additions of Khalil Mack and JC Jackson. You know, the Broncos got Russell Wilson. Um, how do you see them getting out of this division? Well, it's going to be tough because, you know, you got to play all of those people at home and on the road. You're playing your division of opponents twice. Um, you, you know, you're talking probably about the best division in football, top to bottom now. And um, you know, there's a tendency for teams to cannibalize themselves, you know, inside the division. I think that they could be as many th- as three of those teams be in the playoffs, which is a credit to the level of, you know, level of talent in the league. But also, who's going to be healthiest? Because, you know, in each of those cases, particularly at the quarterback position, there's a long drop between your starter and your second guy. So, you know, again, the Chiefs, I think, are probably have the best roster in the division. But again, sometimes that doesn't translate into championships. And we've seen that in the past. Uh, the Chargers, uh, Herbert is outstanding and getting only getting better. But, let, you know, when we talk about the Raiders, you know, you look at weapons and you say Devontae Adams, great player, one of the top receivers in the league, has developed into that. Uh, he's going back to play with uh, his college quarterback. Those guys have had a rapport since they were 19 years old. And uh, having Waller at tight end and, you know, Renfro in the slot, that's three outstanding players. The running backs, uh, you know, they may go by committee, but I think the, the bottom, which is what New England ha- always did, uh, but the bottom line is they will be able to run the football because, you know, you can't defend the whole field. You can't defend everything. And certainly you're not going to play a lot of, you know, thin boxes so that you can get double covers on Devontae Adams or Waller outside. So I think that the running game will benefit from the fact that they have those three incredible weapons on the outside. And, you know, Carr, I, I agree with you. I think Carr is vastly underrated in the national football league and you know this is his chance now this is he's he's going to be a raider for the probably the rest of his career that's what he said he's always wanted to do he can just relax and you know play and he's going to play for a guy who has a habit of finding out whatever whatever your quarterback can do well he's going to give you an opportunity to do that you know that's that's i think Josh's long suit as an offensive coordinator and a play caller, whether it was Cam Newton in that, that one year where he had Cam and, you know, he got the best out of him and he got the best out of Mac Jones. And certainly, you know, we know the relationship with him and Tom Brady for all those years. So I don't, I only think it's going to be better days ahead for Derek Carr. Absolutely. And of course he signed a three-year contract, um, Total of $121.5 million with $65 million of that guaranteed. Finally, the final segment of the podcast, we ask everyone for a record predictor. So I will go through each game, game by game, and our guest has to give me an answer of win, loss, or tie. So first week, Jeff is on the road to the Los Angeles Chargers. I think it's going to be a win. I, I think, you know, the thing about the Chargers is they haven't captured LA yet. And so... This, if you're going to go and play the Chargers on the road, this is a pretty good opportunity early in the season. Um, you know, it, LA is a Rams town right now. 
So that kind of mitigates the home field advantage. And I think the Raiders will play well in the opener. Yeah, so matchup that will be between Derek Carr and Justin Herbert. What a game that will be. Uh, week two, first game at home is against the Arizona Cardinals. I, I again, there, there. I think that that's the game that we can win. Um, you know, I know that Kyler Murray got his big contract this past week, and and you know, obviously he was campaigning for that all off season. They're explosive on offense. Um, but yet again, I just really think top to bottom, and especially that they're playing in Los, or excuse me, in Las Vegas. I really think the Raiders will be come out of that game at two and zero. Yeah, some start that some start that will be. I mean, week three doesn't get any easier. They face an on the road game against the Tennessee Titans. That one concerns me because the Titans are so physical, and the Raiders. Uh, you know, they're built with pass rushers. They're not built with big stout guys and big linebackers. That's going to be a, that's going to be a tough game on the road in Tennessee, which is a hard place to play against an extremely physical running game. Um, I think that one will come up a loss for the Raiders and we'll go to two and one. And then next up a home game against the Denver Broncos. It's intriguing to think about what this is going to bring, what Russell Wilson's presence will mean and, you know, Nathaniel Hackett's presence will mean to a team that was really good on defense last year with the, with the Broncos, but really struggled offensively. I, obviously, they'll have more juice offensively, but again, I like the Raiders in this one. Fantastic. Next game, personal one for me, what I'm going to, which I'm really excited for, on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, this is an old-time AFL bloodbath. I mean, you know, I was in Kansas City for training camp in 2001, and it didn't take me but a couple days to realize that you didn't, you didn't, you didn't like the, you didn't like the Raiders if you wore Kansas City red. So um, that's a tough place to play. Uh, you know, obviously, again, that'll that'll be a month into the season, and Mahomes, you know, hope for if you're Chiefs fans, will hopefully have found his groove with his new receivers that he, that they brought in in the offseason. So I'm going to say that's a that's a loss for the Raiders. Okay, then week six is a bye. So week seven, at home to the Houston Texans. Uh, that that one is going to be a Raider win all the way, coming off the bye. They'll be rested. The Texans are still trying to find their way. So I think that's a, that's a shoe-in for the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, to go get into a game with a week rest against probably one of the two or three worst teams in the entire league. I think that's one of the most easy wins on paper you could see for any team, really. Um, week eight, back on the road, this time against the New Orleans Saints. Well, you know, again, I, I'm there's so many questions in New Orleans. Obviously not about the defense, because I think the Saints are going to have outstanding defense. But there are questions about, you know, Dennis Allen will be the head coach, the new head coach, although Dennis did have the Raider job for a while. And I'm not a Jameis Winston fan. I've said that all along. I think he throws the ball far too many times to the wrong team. And so I'm going to take the Raiders to go to New Orleans and win on the road, which is a tough place to play. Mm, definitely. I mean, five and two, that is a, a good start. Um, gets easier as well. Week nine on the road to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Got to take the Raiders in that one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think Lawrence will improve, but even so, I think they're still way too early in their development to win games like that. Uh, week 10 on the ho at home, 
to the Indianapolis Colts. That's going to be a bloodbath. I think that's going to be a big, big game. You know, the Raiders should have confidence at that point. You know, if the season unfolds like I think it's going to unfold. Uh, and again, I think the home field advantage uh, is going to think it'd be the thing that pushes them over the edge. It, it's uh, exciting to see what Matt Ryan's going to bring to Indianapolis. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, I think, you know, they've had so many different callbacks in recent years. Um, you know, you had obviously Lux's retirement came suddenly. Then you had Philip Rivers after Bissett. Then you had Carson Wentz. And now you got Ryan. It's been a real carousel for the last few years. And I think that Matt Ryan could finally be the guy to be that. Whether it's only two, three years, four years, he definitely is that guy. I think he will stop that that recent trend of, you know, of quarterbacks who seem to be one and done in, in Indianapolis. So I think, um, so will that be a win, loss or tie there? I think that's a Raider win. Yeah, I think I couldn't agree more. Uh, week 11 on the on the road against the Denver Broncos. Tough, tough place to play. Uh, you know, again, at that point in the season, if if they're healthy, I think the, the, the Broncos will be a, too big of them, you know, too big of a challenge for the Raiders on the road. But again, I think it'll be a close football game. But to go into, you know, Denver and win, uh, it's hard at that time of year. Yeah, I, I can see Denver being a really good team. And I think that's going to be extremely tough for any team to come to Denver who have finally got their missing piece in their jigsaw. Uh, week 12 on the road again, this time to the Seattle Seahawks. That's a W. I think that uh, Seahawks are... You know, they're struggling to find their mojo, uh, you know, after now losing Russell Wilson. I don't know who in the world their quarterback's going to be, but there's nobody in in their quarterback room right now that I think is good enough to you know, take that team past the Raiders. Yeah. Do you see someone like Jimmy Garoppolo eventually going now or do you think they're going to ride it out for a year with these two and maybe get one in the draft next year? Well, I, I think that's one of the things they're certainly going to look at. You know, you got it's so many factors in that whole thing you know it's not just go get the guy because it's not like trading football cards I mean you gotta you know you're gonna have to probably renegotiate his contract with him you know there's a lot of factors that are gonna play into it his shoulder um, but I, I'm certain I'm certain that uh, the Seahawks are gonna have to improve that quarterback room because whether it's Drew Locke or you know anybody in that room I think is uh, a backup at best as an NFL quarterback Definitely, definitely. Uh, week 13, back at home, this time against your division rivals, the Los Angeles Chargers. Again, I, I think that, you know, the Raiders at home are a tough matchup. And, you know, the Chargers will travel because it's not far. It's not far. It's, you know, I guess, four or five hours from L.A. You know, those intense Charger fans, the ones that are there, will, you know, get their you know, <laughs> they'll get their Vegas experience. <laughs> that place is nuts. And Raider fans are, you know, some of the most passionate in the league. So I think that that's another win for the Raiders. Okay. And then week 14, we mentioned new quarterbacks on the road against the Carolina Panthers, who, of course, have now got Baker Mayfield. That's a W. I just don't think, although Mayfield will give them a chance, I don't think there's enough talent on that Carolina roster, especially, you know, I, I really worry if I'm a Carolina fan, fan, I always worry about can McCaffrey stay healthy and play a whole season. You know, we're at the back end of the season now, and that's usually when he's beat up because he touches the ball so many times. 
I, I just don't see it, the talent level in Carolina being equal to that of the Raiders. I have to apologize. My writing is so bad. The um, L looked like a C. So it's actually Los Angeles Rams rather than the Carolina Panthers. So um, we'll go again. <laughs> Week 14 on the road to the Los Angeles Rams. That one will be a tough one. I, I think the Rams are an outstanding football team. And again, that that is a city. That's the Rams city. So that they'll see a difference in that stadium in SoFi between the early visit to the Chargers and what they see when they come in and play the Rams. Yeah, I think for me, I think... The AFC is so wide open for me, but I think the, the NFC, I can't think anyone but the Buccaneers or Rams personally winning that NFC. I think those two particular Rams are extremely strong. I mean, the Rams have, I don't know how they've done it. They've extended Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. They've all these players they've extended. They've managed to do it. So I'm, I think a short term, the Rams are definitely for me the favourites for the NFC with the Buccaneers probably just behind. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people feel that very same way. And as long as they stay healthy and, you know, Matthew Stafford, think about it. He's he's really, you know, he's, this is the first offseason he's had in that offense. He, you know, had to learn it on the fly last year. Um, you know, how much of a impact is it going to be them losing their left tackle? You know, who has, you know, that had been such a not a, not only just a great player, but a great leader in that locker room. And, you know, we'll see how that works out because, you know, offensive linemen are really tough to find and especially offensive linemen as as good as he was. Yeah, I think as well, the loss of Von Miller. I know they got Bobby Wagner in, but I think Von Miller, he brought so much to him last season. I think that he's a massive upgrade for the Bills. And I think that could be a factor personally. I know Wagner will still do well. I think Miller's leadership and just all he brings to the team, I think that could be a loss, personally. Um, week 15, uh, back at home, this time to the New England Patriots. <laughs> well, student against teacher, and uh, it's going to be a fascinating game. I, I think the Patriots are going to be better than people think they are, and I think Mac Jones will make a jump in his second season. He did some really impressive things as a rookie, and then kind of tailed off down the stretch. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact, number one, even though you went to a place like Alabama and played, you know, in the playoffs and all of it, an NFL season is different than a college season. It's a true grind. And I think he wore out physically down the stretch. And I think he's worked hard in the offseason to improve his conditioning and his strength. And, you know, I think another year with the Patriots in that system, it's going to be interesting to me from a coaching standpoint. You know, you got Matt Patricia now going to step up and and uh, Joe Judge, as I understand it, they're going to split the offensive coordinator duties. We'll see how that works out between, you know, doing things by committee as opposed to having Josh there to run it. Yeah, I, th- I think New England, I think as long as you go back check in that room, I-, I do think that, you know, you can't rule them out. And I think even though last season, I mean, to get them, was it seven, eight wins the year before last when they had so many injuries and obviously Cam Newton struggled was a really underrated job from Bill Belichick. And then obviously last year, to get back to the playoffs, even though they lost heavily in the wildcard round, I do think that still Bill Belichick deserves a massive praise for what he's done, even without Tom Brady. Um, so finally on that one, would you say win, loss or tie? I think that's going to be a Raider loss. Okay. Uh, week 16, on the road to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that's a win. I, I, I'm not buying the Steelers. I think uh, defensively, I think they'll be outstanding. You know, they've got basically everybody back. 
Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. Kenny Pickett, I think, by this time will be their starting quarterback. Uh, you know, who doesn't matter who's playing quarterback if you can't protect them. And last, last year their offensive line was not very good. Um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do at receiver. I think Pittsburgh will take a dip this next year. And I think the, the Raiders will go in there and, and uh, you know, make a statement win on the road in a tough place to play. Do you think it could be finally the time that Mike Tobin has a losing record? Or do you still think that team they've got and his coaching will mean they get at least 500? Well, I thought last year he did a great job to, you know, to resurrect that. I didn't think they were very good at all last year. And, you know, they were able to, again, finish above 500. Um, I, I think that, I think it's going to be tougher for him this year. And, and uh, you know, the division's going to be better. The Ravens are going to be healthy. Cincinnati now knows that they're a good football team. Cleveland's loaded. Uh, and it, by, it's just depends on the Deshaun Watson situation. So I think the Steelers are in for a tough year. Yeah, I think so. Um, week 17 at home to the San Francisco 49ers. Again, ought to be a great football game. Uh, I, I think the 49ers, uh, it all comes down to how much Trey Lance is going to develop. You're talking about a guy that was a one-year starter at North Dakota State, is only you know throwing the ball 71 times, I think, in the NFL. And you, you, But it's a great football team around him. And I think that's – I would give the Niners, just on paper, I would give the Niners the edge and give them an opportunity to come in and, and beat the Raiders at home. And then finally, the final week, week 18, at home to the Kansas City Chiefs. That one, I hope, is on TV because that'll be a battle. And I think that uh, at that point, the Raiders will be fighting for a playoff spot. I think Kansas City will have already wrapped up one. So, again, I, I think that the uh, that's where the Raiders get to you know, win against Kansas City at home and hopefully a playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, this year for me, my birthday actually falls on a weekend in early January. So I'm hoping that if it is, if it comes to that and it isn't a Saturday or Sunday, I think that is going to be a great, great birthday present for myself to watch a game like that. Um, so that is overall, you've got the record of 11 and 6. Um, so in terms of that, you would think with 11 and 6, that would get them into the playoffs. So you assume probably wildcard round, they wouldn't get the bye. So in terms of, if they made the playoffs with that record, Jeff, how far do you see them going in the playoffs itself? Well, you know, that's such a tough call because it all depends on, are you hot? Are you healthy? You know, um, I think they're a good enough team to go on the road in the playoffs and win. Um, obviously, you know, when you're coming through the, you know, when you're coming through the tournament, that is the AFC in, to get to the Super Bowl, it's tough every week because you're playing the best teams in football. So I think they could get a round or two deep into the into the uh, into the playoffs. I do not see them winning, you know, the AFC, but I think they're going to certainly battle for it. And uh, I think it's I think the Raiders are trending in the right direction. You know, we've got a quarterback who's still at the top of his game, the best right wide receiver in football, or one of the best wide receivers in football, one of the best tight ends in football. Um, you know, again, Hunter Renfrew, an extremely underrated guy. And I think we're going to be better on defense. And that's going to be the biggest key. Can we be better on defense? Yeah, I, th I think that's going to be the key. I think in that division as well, when it comes to the playoffs, I think 
being in that division so competitive, I think that will help the teams from that division when it comes to the playoffs. They're going to have such a good experience in playing these really important close games. But I do think that if as long as you've got Max Crosby, and I think Chandler Jones will be the same thing, having them two on your defence will really help in the playoffs. I think them two are real are real game changers. Um, but that is the end of our Raiders season preview podcast. But before we go, of course, we had you on before, Jeff. You're on a new team, of course, in the CFL. So how's the off-season going for yourself with the coaching? Well, it's been fine. I, You know, um, I'm actually down in Mobile, Alabama right now working with Jerry Glanville in uh, Major League Football. It's a start. It's a startup developmental league for the NFL. There are four teams in the, in the league uh, in the first year. Us in Mobile, Alabama, there'll be a team in Little Rock, Arkansas, a team in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and a team in Canton, Ohio, home of the you know, Pro Football Hall of Fame. And we're going to play a short season and have one playoff game in Canton in uh, Tom Benson Field at the Hall of Fame. And so that'll be a tremendous – hopefully we'll be there, and that would be a tremendous thing. Uh, Coach Vermeil's going into the uh, NFL Hall of Fame on August 5th, and I have a plan to be up there and, and uh, see him go in. I think that's going to be a tearful moment for me, frankly, because he's, he's my guy. Yeah, I remember you talking about him, and I talked to you last time, and he obviously is a man that means a lot to you, so I think the chance for you to be there will be will be great. So hopefully it all goes well. Hopefully it's a good day when it happens. Yep. Uh, it, it, it'll be a fantastic day because he certainly deserves it. And, uh, you know, I, one time he told me um, that I, I asked him about how he felt about his career and his legacy and all that. And he said, I, I and this really surprised me, actually, Andy, he said, I wish I was looked more upon as a good football coach and not that guy who cried all the time. <laughs> and now I think that he he can, you know, he can be, you know, comfortable with his legacy and that people do recognize what a great football coach he was. Yeah, I mean, to get the vote in there, I mean, that says it all, really says it all what people think of him and what what he's done as a coach in the NFL uh but yeah that has been a podcast so thank you jeff for coming on thank you for giving your time today for the season preview uh i appreciate it you know get to youtube where, and live stream our, our we've got uh actually interactive scrimmages today against two other teams and uh it's going to be fun to watch these kids play for the first time and you know see how see how they do yeah definitely and if you get the time do check it out um and have a look uh but yeah thank you jeff and we'll see you guys for our next season preview all right. Aloha, Andy. Thank you very much for having me. No problem at all. Take care.